Hello again everybody and welcome to another episode of Morphtastic Live. This is the audio version of our lives. We usually do lives which we upload to YouTube, but we have decided to switch it over to Spotify Audio too. I'd also like to say a huge thank you to EcoGeckos for sponsoring us. EcoGeckos has opened up a live food store for the UK. Insects, caves, food bowls, tongs, etc. So please check out www.ecogeckos.co.uk. I'm your host, Georgia Elite Geckos, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. There we go. I apologize, man. I, I tried, couldn't figure it out. No worries, man. No, no worries at all. We're, we're live now. A few people in here was like, he's live, he's talking. It must be, it must be working. All right. But we're here. We're here anyway. How are you anyway? Stressed? Nah, it's. I didn't expect for it to happen like that. I have to download OBS and then Yellow Duck, yeah. and then I, I try to uh, stream it, and it didn't allow me, and then I had to put in a key, and then it uh, it apparently has a setting set up for Facebook, but it, it doesn't have an uh, an availability for Instagram for whatever reason. So yeah, uh, I I managed to go live, but. They didn't give me no options. I couldn't even reach out or anything, so. Weird. I did click the live, and it was crystal clear, which surprised me. It was, like, so weird. I bought the camera and the mic and everything for it, but. Oh, no. It was so clear. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's got it working. <laughs> I wanted to debunk all these, uh, all these Photoshop mids. I wanted to show my geckos so everybody could see that they're that vibrant. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the thing with these with these phones. You it would never ever show the true quality. No, no, that, that it doesn't translate properly. It definitely doesn't. Well, anyway, we're here. We're here finally. Yeah, we're here, man. Like it's. So anyway, Aaron, there is a little bit of a delay, so you might notice I'll answer. I might speak when you're speaking. It's because of there's a there is a very very slight um, delay. But anyways, uh, how, what got you into the hobby? Speak a little bit about yourself. What got you into the hobby? Uh, have you? A lot of people have been working with reptiles for a long time before they started breeding Leos. So explain a little bit about yourself. What got you into the hobby? Why are you called? Is it Cenozoic yeah. Reptilia? Yeah, 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 Cenozoic Reptilia. Uh, I, I guess I'm your, your, your cliche story, right? Like I, I grew up liking animals. Uh, I grew up, uh, my mom would take me to, to uh, with her family over there up in Chihuahua and Miyoki and Delicias. And uh, I think one thing that really uh, captivated me as a kid is uh, she would talk about these chironeros. There are these snakes that they happen to be the, I think, uh, coach house snakes. Right. And there were all these myths re uh, revolving around it, uh, how they used to switch up the breastfeeding from the child and then they would suck on the on the mother's tit and then uh, they would kill the child and then they would supposedly kill horses and all these males and everything i i think as a child that that really captivated me as far as reptiles is concerned because uh i've always had a, a passion for animals in general mm. you know i've always gotten the dog from the streets the cat i used to always bring runs to my family and everything but like a certain group that, of people, you know, it's like mm -hmm. you know, weird things. Like when I was younger, I used to keep, I used to go and collect 
snails in the garden. I think you have to be a certain type of person. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Continue. <laughs> For me, the, my genesis was ants, right? I used to dig up ants and then I used to dig up look for the queen and I, my mom used to buy me books mm. and I used to get the pupae, the larvae and then get a tank and put them in there. And then I was always fascinated how they would make the tunnels and everything. Definitely that's what brought me into, I think animals as a whole. Uh, at one point I was pursuing my entomology degree, but it just, it didn't pan out. Uh, but I've owned iguanas, I've owned animals, tortoises, uh, turtles. I used to catch lizards in my yard. Uh, I don't think uh, anything gravitated me towards uh, leopard geckos in specific, mm. but they definitely uh, got my attention as far as the potential to work with them, as far as uh, morphs and genetics. I think it's a very diverse gene pool for them. Yeah, Like, like ball pythons as well. That's something that I'm getting into currently. Uh, I think uh, there's nothing else like it as far as leopard geckos. So I started with that. It's definitely not where I'm going to stop, but that's why we're here to begin with, right? A hundred percent. And what, what I appreciate with you as well is considering in the whole as aspect of things with leopard gecko breeding, you actually haven't been doing it very long. And uh, no, no, I, haven't, uh, I, I started on, um, I think February 18th. Yeah. You know, in, in, in the midst of COVID and everything, I, I kind of make the decision to go into, into it. Uh, to be very honest with you, in a business perspective, right? Because uh, I come from working 80 hours a week. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I have that ability to micromanage my time. At one point, I, I would go from one work. And in between my other work, I had exactly seven minutes to shower. And I had my transit time to go to my other job. Uh, I I have that 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 energy, right? That I'm able to to do this at the capacity that I am, and and I'm pretty sure a lot of people come in and 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 you hear it within the community, right? Yeah. Ah, start off slow. Uh, don't get too many geckos. Like, uh, I tend to defy the norm, <laughs> right? Because uh, I started I think with six. They were, I had initially bought a, a Craigslist local breeder group and uh, I tried it out and then I got my first uh, leopard gecko hold with uh, art geckos over there with Ben. And I started looking into the genetics, into the potential and uh, all these possibilities and I just started acquiring more and more, man. It just, uh, I currently have about... I think I hatched about 150 plus this season, and I currently have about now with holdbacks, I would say 100 plus for next season, and and I mean that that's where I'm at, right? And it and it's definitely I think you need to go at at your own capacity mm. because it's it I don't think it just anybody can do that. I, I do this full time. I don't work. Right. Right. Uh, Definitely, if I had a job or anything in between the lines, I'd, I'd probably downscale a little bit. But for me, my reality right now, I'm definitely at that capacity. So that's what I'm doing right now. That's awesome, man. And like that, I'm assuming you got all the space and everything because of, of most of the people in here could say 
I see you everywhere at the moment. I'm seeing people buying geckos. <laughs> I'm like, I love, I love seeing this guy grow. Because I remember following you. I think you only had like 900 followers at the time. And just to see you develop and grow in like, in a short space of time, the photography skills. I mean, when I first started, I mean, they were pixelated. I had them on my hand. You know, I'm not saying having photos in your hand is wrong, but you know them all quick, like, ch-ch-ch. so to see you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking about, to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Take it really seriously because of, I always say this, a good photo will add $100 on a gecko. Because of you, yeah. in a, with a rubbish photo, you can't see the full potential. I know it's very hard in pictures anyway, but to see you come in such a small, small space of time and do it the right way, I've got to say preach. And the amount you've got as well, like you've just said, I'll I, I, I take my hat off to you, man. And you're doing yeah, a really, really good job, a really good job. Especially for yeah, marketing. Have you, ever, have you ever had a marketing job or anything? Because your marketing's good, like how your website is laid out and everything's very professional. Like when you've done the post about the live it was all like yeah yeah i uh i'm very ocd and uh i i tend to perfect my craft and and and, and anything that i do right like i'm if anybody is a witness to that is my wife i'm i'm very extreme mm. i tend to uh take things to the uh, i would say at the height of the expectation of perfection i would say so so uh, definitely when I started I wasn't happy like uh, I went for a logo you know I wanted to brand myself within within the integrity of what I think I'm doing right mm. I, I, I wanted to translate that into my branding yeah and it, I'm glad it shows because I'm, I'm in the details man like I'll take a picture I see some light and I'm like I'll redo it I'll move this around I'll buy more lights I'll I tried I cannot even say how many uh, tripods. Uh, I've used many uh, macro lenses. If I don't like it, I'll look for something has else. It has to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. It, and and it's just the way I am, right? Yeah, it's good. It sh- the thing is, it shows. Like, from so- I wouldn't even say I'm, uh, considering I've been in the hobby since 2017, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm a veteran, but... It, for someone like me, it shows. Like I can see the time in it. Like for example, art geckos. You look at these pictures and you think to yourself, they took him a long time. Like to get a crest yeah. in that position. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got a technique with a bowl and he lifts it up. And someone takes a shot. I'm pretty sure he's got his technique. But yeah, you can see the quality. Like, like uh, Scott just said. Scott just said uh, you do a great job on your theme of your page too, mate. Great photos presented perfectly. Exactly. Like people are seeing this. People, are, and especially if you're doing this full time as well. Like man, mm. you're doing. You're, you are doing a good job. You are doing a fantastic job. Right. And and that's I can't stress enough. Right. The reality that it's within anybody's limitations. Mm. It's just uh, you have to put the effort. Right. It it doesn't uh, anybody can go get a camera, yeah. but you, you you have to work with the uh, with the details. You have to micro niche your details, and to to your taste too, right? Like there's definitely an aspect to to the community that you are first and foremost have to stay loyal to yourself, yeah. right? Because uh, there there is a standard. There's a micro niche standard that comes before with the people that come before us, right? Like I used to look at the, 
And it's not to throw any shade at anybody, but I used to look at the, the pictures with the hands. Mm. And I asked myself, how can it be better? Yeah. With it, within, within my expectation, right? So therefore, I can either abide by the community standard or I could create my own. Yeah. So therefore, I think it's a thin line between uh, serving the community within the context of being a member of the community and staying relevant and true to your passions and your vision because sometimes you have to double down with the, with the way you do things, right? 100%, 100%. Thing is as well, what I like as well is when I see your, when, when I see someone bought a gecko off of you and they put it on their story, when, when I see your photo, I know it's from you. You have your own take on things. Like when you, if you, anyone on here, if, you, if someone said, oh, look at this gecko and didn't mention your page, I'd be like, that's from Sino. Because that's, yeah. that's your yeah, style. Yeah. It's so... That's... Nah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, no, no, it's right. Yeah, it's just your own style. It's like, I don't know whether you, you do you use a certain light? It's like you've got like some like reddish hue. It's just perfect, mate. It's so good for marketing and... Um, like for Steve Skies, for example, you, someone show you a photo of Steve Skies' gecko, you know it's from Steve, and that's a really good for, point with breeding, like to look at that gecko and be like, that came from Sino. Yeah, yeah, because there, there, there is definitely a, a marketing angle to, to what we do, right? You, you, and there is also definitely a competitive aspect to it. Mm. And that's healthy, right? That's healthy. Yeah, 100%. I, if, if, if you are able to deliver it within a, with a healthy demeanor, it it will help the com the community and the hobby overall, right? Because we can't um, we can't just be amongst ourselves. We definitely need to grow. So, especially being that that I think the reptile community gets gets attacked so much. I mean, I I don't know about in the UK, but here, you know, they start launching all these regulations and and you definitely have to put yourself in the perspective of an outsider to kind of understand the narrative that they throw. So you could kind of counter that and be counterproductive as a whole, right? As a community to say, yeah, because we can be in the mix and debating the rhetoric and the verbiage and virtual signaling this person for doing this or that. It, it comes to show that the community definitely has to grow in the aspect of the way we educate and it starts within ourselves, right? 100%. So you see a breeder that is doing something that you think is unethical. I don't think it's very productive to virtual signal. Like I'm gonna, oh, X person is doing this, let's excommunicate them, let's uh, cast them out or whatnot. That could be very counterproductive. And me as coming as a newcomer, right? Like I look at that stuff and and it's, we could definitely be doing better than that. Hundred percent. I, I couldn't agree more with you, man. Like uh, when I when I first started, I, I was completely written off. I was told there's no there's no gap for you here, and you know I made a small error. And it does come down to obviously the business side of things. Like this is this is new breeders came. He's bought a hundred a hundred geckos. He's going to produce all these geckos. <laughs> like in their head, he spent X oh, amount of money. Yeah. Oh, he's going to make all. Oh, he's got. Oh, this is going to affect us when. Really, it doesn't. If anything, how I see, how I see it is, you're a newcomer. Let me help you. Cut, you know, you never burn a bridge. You never know you need that person. That's why I always think. Like, to yeah. think that if I help somebody and they went on to make great things, 
in the back of my head, I'd be like, I, I, a little part of me helped him with that. Like, do you know what I mean? There's no need for this casting somebody out. And, you know, a, a lot of it as well is you'll see stuff that you know it's about you, but you can't say anything because of it's <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. And yeah, they try, to, they try to gaslight you and then they kind of hint on this and that. Yeah, that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that, that I'm, I'm, I'm typically, uh, I, I think I, I'm a very calculated person, right? Mm. So in the beginning, I came in and I, and I, and I thought, uh, goal-oriented, I want to be here in one year, mm. right? I want to be here in two years. I want to be here in three years. And you definitely, I think, need to take that perspective, especially when you're dealing with this type of, this type of like, um, you could almost call it niche, right? Like yeah. niche market, yeah. niche commerce, right? And um, that's, how, that's how I'm trying to invest myself, right? Mm. Like, that's my, that's my angle. That's my perspective. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. Oh, but that's good. That's what I like about you is you're honest. You're straight to the point. You know what I mean? There's no messing around. It's like, I'm pretty sure if you had anything to say, you'd just say, say it to somebody directly. Um, yeah, I, I, to I totally agree with you, man. And what, what, what hurts me as well is you don't know what someone's going through. So like, just, just think yeah. what someone's going through. Like you never know that one thing you've just told that new breeder might be the last thing that someone's ever mm -hmm. said to them. That's how I think. That's just how I think, but I, I I take my hat off to any new breeders. This is a very very hobby, to, very very hard hobby to get into. Um, you can be well, it, it's easy, but you can be outcast. Hard to get talking to people and everything. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. transparent. I don't. I, I, it doesn't matter whether you got a hundred followers or you got a thousand followers or ten thousand followers. Every, I think we're all equal. Um, we're all in, we're all in the same hobby. This is supposed to be fun. It's, we're all in it together. That's that's how I look at it. Um, yeah, like, definitely. It's, it's like Junior said it. Like, uh, there's definitely a humility is lacking. Definitely, as as a whole, right? Mm. Definitely, that's something that that I would personally encourage, especially for newcomers, right? Hundred that are that are, that, that are coming in, and I talk to my wife about this all the time, and I think what bothered me the most from the beginning was the fact that um, that attitude steals from your first love to the community, to the hobby, to what you're doing. Right. Mm. And I, I, I won't lie. I, at one point I did get caught up in the drama, right. It, it consumes people, man. Yeah. I, you, you, you have to take accountability in how you create conflict within someone else. And sometimes that's in the details. It's in the details and how you, you hold yourself within your tribalism. If, if anything screams more that there's definitely a business aspect to the community is the tribalism, right? The groups, yeah. X person with that X person. And, and, and it's just like you said, like when they're talking about you, you, you definitely know that's about you. Oh, hundred percent. Without a doubt. Right. You're like, come on, just tell me. You're like, that's what makes <laughs> just, it worse. That's what that makes it worse. It's oh, like, just, just, just hit my DM, brother. Like, <laughs> we'll talk it out. We'll, 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 we'll hash shit out. I'm, I'm, I'm within my capacity to admit when I'm wrong too. Right. Like yeah. we're, we're, we're all at fault because we all participate. Mm. Right where we all participate in, in, in what it is. 
in how we handle ourselves in their interpersonal relationships within the community. And what's most damaging is for people like us that are coming in, like we see that and it, it definitely is it's something that needs to change. I definitely, I, I, t- I totally agree. There's so, so many poor people that are left in the shadows as well. And I, that's why I get, I get, yeah. uh, someone messaged me the other day and was like, are you going to start getting some big names on your live? And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's, I'm not looking at it like that. I see it as, if someone came to me in my first year and said, hey, would you like to come on a podcast and showcase your animals? That would have pushed me so much and I would have been in a better position now than where I am now. So I, Getting new people in, that's, that is what I'm all about. That is what I'm all about. And, I'm, and I know you are as well. I know a lot of new breeders have purchased from you. And I, I see so many, like, there's so many people that are like, they've got the attitude that, are you going to buy a gecko or not? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear how do you incubate eggs. Are you buying this gecko or, or, or what? And I, that, that mentality, that even as a business point of view, that's bad and that it happens an awful an awful lot and i know so many people in, who are watching this can can um say yeah that's that's happened to me too have you had any sort of experience with that like you like have you ever spoke to somebody quite high up and you've been completely written off uh i've heard stories mm. i've heard stories i i i can't say for myself that i've had that experience uh i think i've only purchased uh last season from Three breeders, which would be uh, Lunation Geckos, Golden uh, uh, Bright, which is Rudy, and then Ben from Art Geckos. Uh, they all were very extremely helpful, good customer service. Very, uh, I try to pick on Ben's brain every now and then. That the mad, the mad is the man knows his stuff, man. Like, yeah. you know, and, and 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 he's one of the guys that I would hear so much crap from mm-hmm. in the beginning, like, and it's. I'm old school, you know, like I'm, I'm 33 years old, but I consider myself an, a, an old soul. And I, I'm very introverted as well. That's another aspect about the community that I didn't like coming in was the shit talking man behind, behind their backs. Right. I get DMS and X person is this and X person. And, and I'm like, you know what, man, I, I want no part of that. Yeah. I want no part of that because, uh, there has to be a sense of humility that that might be a person's livelihood. Yeah. We don't know. It, it, it's it's what you just said. We don't know from what place people are at to to be in a position to be talking about anybody for the matter. Yeah, uh, I, I, I totally agree. I think it does happen more in America. You're going to see the dog. <laughs> I think it happens a lot more in America because I know with Europe and America, in America there's – um, I'm not saying this in a bad way at all. In America, it's more seen as a business, whereas in the UK, for example, if you wanted to do it as a business, you have to get licenses, you have to have people come over, you have to have all your animals in, 32 litres and, and whatnot. Um, so I think in America, it's more like, uh, oh, you're stepping on my toes, oh, you're from California, I'm from California, you've just set up. And <laughs> that's how. I, that's what, from what I can say. I could be completely wrong, but it, over here, yeah, yeah. it's more... I think it's more everyone trying to get up as higher, trying to get to the top, basically. Um, 
but it's always going to happen. My, what my Amber's nan always says, if people are talking about you, is giving some poor sod a day off. So that's that's sort of how I try and look at it now. But we've got an interesting um, question from Junior. It says, um, yeah. what part of breeding do you? What, what part of breeding makes you the happiest? Like, what, what's your happiest with the breeding? Is it popping out eggs? Like, you never know what you're going to get, kind of thing. What, what, what's your happiness in breeding? It's definitely seeing uh, life come to be, right? Mm. Like, I, I take a lot of hatchling pictures, man. Like, uh, you could ask my wife, I'm there. I think at one point, it literally took me about 12 hours to get pictures of three hatchlings. And, but, but I love it, man. It's, it's, I, I could rather watch them hatch than watch a movie. It's just, it's just, I, I fascinate at the idea that I have this incubator in my living room and like descendants from dinosaurs are hatching in my living room. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's art. It's living art as well. Like I know it's when we can't act as God, but do you look down and think, I made that. I get it all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assisted in the making, right? Like, it, yeah, definitely that aspect. It, and it's not so much hitting the odds for the genetics because that's, I think that's another aspect that kind of, kind of motivates everybody every season as far within the breeding perspective, right? Like hitting the odds. I think that's exciting. But to answer Junior's question, it's definitely seeing the match. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. It's like Christmas all over again. Doesn't matter how many you hatch, it's still you get that butterfly feeling, and it's it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just great. It's just great. That's yeah, great. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite project? Like, what what is it your most? Because I think your high contrast stuff is personally. If there's anything from your collection, I would really love it. The high contrast stuff I've seen you that's, post. That's that's definitely my favorite. The high contrast. Uh, the logo is actually my my first acquired uh, leopard gecko from um, from Art Geckos. Mm. It, uh, it's a uh, I think it's a uh, he calls it a triple stripe, and it probably is controversial within the community <laughs> because it has a, a reverse stripe and the dorsal stripes. And he it, he's he's awesome, man. Like he's gonna he's gonna be here forever. He, he's definitely one of those keepers for a long time. Uh, Project-wise, that has to be it. Uh, over the time, because uh, I my my wife really likes the tangerines. Mm. I don't really take on them in the beginning, but I hatched one this season with a reverse stripe, and he definitely caught my attention. I would say after the high contrast, definitely tangerines are in my goal now. Yeah, within my. What what I like about tangerines as well is that usually they hatch out looking normal. So they grow as they develop. You start seeing that real orange come through, especially with the quality ones. That's what I I really like seeing a normal go special. Me personally, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to work with high contrast. And I I wish I wish I never got rid of it. Um, it's only because I work with pastel too. So I found the two very similar, uh, color enhancers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They but, definitely are. Yeah, so I, I went more down the path. I've 
got rid of my um, high contrast and went more down the pastel route. But I'm really regretting it because the, the high contrasts are brighter than pastels. And you, you see that orange patterning that comes around the banding. And I, I love them, man. The ones you've got are great, great, great examples. So you, you'd say the high contrast is your thing. So I, 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 yeah, I, I can see. Yeah, the high contrast, yeah. I love that. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. When the photos, the quality, you're like, yeah, he really likes it. Too many, too many high contrast holdbacks of this year, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get some off you, man. You're going to have to send some down to me. Um, yeah, they have to. So I know you work with Cresties too. Um, what, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. This is a question we got submitted. It's, what's your favourite between the Cresties and the Leos? Um, and also name a pro and a con between the two. Yeah, uh, favorite between Cresties and Leos, it, it, hands down, Leos, man. Mm. Like, um, Cresties are very, they're not, they're, they're not very social, right? Yeah. Like, uh, from, from what I've noticed and owning Cresties, they don't, they don't have that much uh, diversity within their, their characters. Cause you know, some Leos have characters, man. Oh yeah. Like they can be very distinctly different and Cresties are, just I want to run away and hide, right? They don't. You don't typically come to the top, and they come to you, and they look at you, and they interact with you to a certain degree. Yeah. So definitely Leos, and they differ in the sense of um, that that as well. Like I have my vivariums, I usually never see the crested geckos unless I'm feeding them or spraying them. And the leopard geckos, like I said, they go out and they kind of interact with you. That, that's they know when more it's dinner time. What was that? They know when it's time for food, so like for dinner time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know when it's time for food. And then uh, I have the I have a lot of girls that are pretty sweet. They they kind of come to you and they give you the eyes. You get to hold them. They chill with you. Like I can't do that with a crusty. It'll jump and run away. <laughs> And they're all brown. And you can get obviously nice lily whites and other morphs, get you reds, but they're just very brown. I do love them. I think they're, they're I, I find them like with hatchlings and not as aggressive. Don't get me wrong, as soon as you open that tub, they're whoosh. but um, <laughs> I do I do like the cresties. I do think Leo's are I've got the net the, the step up on them for me, like the colorations you get, like you said, you get different personalities. Um, with Cressies, you've got to make sure I find them quite delicate. I know they're easy to keep, but they can be very delicate, especially with yeah, yeah, babies. Yeah. They can be. They, we, we, I had a conversation with you. I've had so many Cressy eggs die on me, like it's like they bit the egg to hatch, but they couldn't get out and and obviously drowned in their egg. And I've had so many of those eggs this season, and I don't ever really get that with Leo's. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've only hatched two this season. Mm. Because I, I, I did a collab with my bud here, Texas kid. And uh, <clears throat> he brought his female and he made it, um, I paired her to uh, my red phantom male. And I think uh, they both passed, the, both baby Cresties passed. I think it was attributed to the fact that I found the eggs late. Mm. Since I do have vivarium setups, like, uh, she was only intentionally here to pair, so I think time got ahead of us, and she was here a little bit more of an extensive time. And I think the transition between the room temperature and then I incubated them at a at a certain temperature, and I think that that definitely caused something within their development that they passed. Uh, we were talking about that, right? And 
And I think it's far more frequent than, than leopard gecko eggs. So there's definitely something that has to be kind of like worked up. Yeah. Can... I know they were, they was like considered endangered, wasn't they? So I don't know whether it's something, because yeah. they do lay a lot yeah. of eggs. So like, I assume they lay a lot of eggs because in the wild, the, the, the death rate's high. So, um, I mean, with Leos, we can just get them, go straight into the incubator. So I just, I just find Cresties extremely delicate, especially with the babies. Once they've matured and, and they've become adults, they're, they're pretty <laughs> easy. But when when, yeah. when they're babies, it's... Um, well, well, I'm definitely traumatized, right? Because <laughs> at one time I opened the bin and one of them didn't look really good. And then I, I thought it was shed issues. We kind of like saturated the moss a little bit more. And then I opened it one day and it's passed. And then the other one passed like in a week. So, yeah, I think delicate is a word. They're, they are far more more delicate than leopard yeah, geckos. Definitely. And they can be, um, they're, they're known for getting dehydrated very easily too. Because I used to run a courier service within the UK. So I used to take animals to and from breeders and drop them off. And Cressies used to get dehydrated so easily from stress and, and whatnot. And they also had this thing where if they get too stressed, they, they get, they, they catch like a parasite. I know it sounds crazy. They got this like parasite in them and they get like a, an overwhelming of it and they get really ill. Because uh, a lot of rep mm -hmm. people don't realize a lot of reptiles do have parasites. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, they get over, if you, if you, obviously husbandry isn't very good. Mm -hmm. They, obviously their food crawls over their feces. They eat it more eggs. Mm -hmm. It's just an influx of too much. But everyone's, everyone's reptiles do have parasites. Um, and I, I don't think that gets spoken enough. But yeah, Leo's all day long. <laughs> Leo's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Leo's hands down. We have an incubator question. Do you guys lose a lot of eggs and how do you prevent mould? I'll give my take first, but I'd say mould is too much humidity. Uh, so keep an eye on your humidity. And all of us keepers, we do lose eggs. It's like like a human, you know, people miscarry. Same with eggs, they can miscarry. Um, I, I'd say, I think it's about this year, I think I had about 16 eggs that went on me. They went full term and then all of a sudden, like, how the hell are you still looking like a normal egg and there's nothing inside? Do you know what I mean? But what's, what's your views on that, um, Aaron? Uh, I think it's uh, contingent on your geolocation. <clears throat> I know you mentioned uh, humidity. For me, it's it's the opposite. I used to lose, uh, I have lost eggs due to the lack of humidity. So mm. uh, I just noticed having uh, my incubation at, I think, around 90% humidity. I've been seeing better hatchlings. They come out more plump. They look like they're better hydrated. They start growing better. No issues, no shed issues, no no issues with mold or anything within that. Mm. Yeah, substrate is definitely something you need to try that, that aligns with, with where you live. Like, I'm here in, in El Paso, Texas. We're really dry. Yeah. So... That definitely plays a role. I would, I would think so. I use a uh, hatch right, and a lot of people have told me like, "Oh no, that doesn't work well." For me, it's worked well, and I and I think it has a lot to do with it, with the fact that I live in a dry place. So, yeah, I think uh, you definitely need to play with it a little bit because uh, in the beginning, I I did lose eggs. I would do the vermiculite and the mix and everything right, and I would get a lot. I would get oddly enough. They would dry out. Mine would dry out, you see. And then I would try to add uh, some moisture, and then they would start molding. So you definitely have to kind of get the consistency right from the beginning. 
because if not, you're just troubleshooting. Yeah, it comes with experience as well. You 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 find yeah. that what works for you, and like like you said, I I've tried all the hatch rights, and vermiculite is the only one that seems to work for me. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. In in the UK, we're quite humid. It's like it's almost like a little tropical island. Even though we're cold and in the winter, <clears> warm <throat> in the summer, um, we are quite humid. So, I mean, with me, if I have a cause I, each pair, and I have one tub. Before. I know everyone keeps them in separate tubs. Everyone has different different views on how they incubate. But I have all mine pairing in one tub. And if I, I do a 50-50 mix and I won't have to change that until the end of the season. And that's always worked for me. If I, if I ever see an egg sink, this is a little tip of mine for everybody. If you ever see an egg sink, I get a piece of, I think you guys call it kitchen towel. And we call it kitchen roll. Um, you cut a little piece of that, moist it, and then just slightly place it on the egg. And with me, they do pop up. But like, like mm. uh, Aaron said, um, it comes with trial and error. Um, experience and once you've had loads yeah. of eggs it just comes natural and you'll, you'll see little signs like oh that egg looks like it's starting to sink maybe some more um, moisture yeah the, it's like it's like Ryan just said like the weather definitely plays a big role too right because that's something that's out of our control and like I have a swamp cooler in my house so definitely the, the outside weather plays a big role yeah. Do you find like when it's if it, if you get like a thunderstorm or something, do you find that plays affected with breeding or anything like that? I find my cresties freak out when it, when, when we have some kind of freak weather, <laughs> but they freak oh, out they over everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They freak out over everything up. No, you know what? No, not not that I've seen because I mean, first of all, we don't get a lot of rain here in El Paso, so. If it rains, um, I'm outside getting rain, right? Like, I'm outside getting soaked myself. Oh, you're enjoying so, it. <laughs> okay, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking at the window. I'm hearing the thunder and everything. So it's not something that I've analyzed myself, but it, it, it it's due to the fact that it doesn't really rain here too much. But one thing... I, get the, you get the dry tumbleweed. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have those. We we do have those. You, you drive here by the border highway, and you see them rolling down the street, so crazy that that is real <laughs> i thought that was all cartoons <laughs> no 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 those things the tumbleweeds are real man and they, they are pretty huge too um someone's asked about your photography like do you do you use a light box and what's your model of camera if you don't mind sharing because i know some people go, oh i don't want to tell you what my camera is i i i tell everybody and i, and I literally tell everybody look all my grow lights oh like, nice i literally have about I think 16 or 18 grow lights in my room. So my biggest advice, and, and I do I do get that question uh, rather often, and I'm going to tell you what I usually tell everybody, which is, let me try to situate my phone, because... Tumbleweeds mess up your car bad. Really? I just imagine <laughs> being air. Yeah, it's it's the lighting. I would say lighting plays a, a huge role mm. for indoor pictures, right? I think a lot of breeders try to opt out for the natural light, but I always argue that even that has a lot of variance: your geolocation, the time of the day, the the daylight, the season, the pollution, and everything. So I try to get the same theme. So that's why I shoot for my type of pictures. I, I, I like my page looking pretty clean. So 
as far as a camera, I use a Canon uh, SL2, and uh, I use for the hashling pictures. I use a macro lens, regular stock from Amazon, nothing fancy or anything. Uh, I use the macro lens for the isopods as well. And uh, I do have one lighting. Let me get it right away. I do use this light for the hashlings, and but that's it just for the hashlings. And this, uh, I found this for like $13 on Amazon. I don't know if you guys could see the brand. Is that does that go on top of your camera? Like it's does it screw on and it's like a big LED? Uh, I have two, I have two, so I used to play around with it and I used to use both of them, but it was too too much light, so I just use it on this little tripod and take the pictures off of the, the little cups that I use to where I incubate the, the eggs. So as soon as I hatch, I just take it out and start taking pictures, but nothing specific, no, no high end. Money gear as far as just the camera would I think would be the most expensive gear. Someone mentioned did, did you do you change the shutter speed or anything by any chance? Uh no, no. The only thing that I tampered as far as the settings for the camera is uh, focus. Mm. Uh you know, I, I like the focus on the on a certain uh, aspect of the object so the background could look a little bit blurred out. That's the only thing I've I've changed. I haven't changed anything else. Everything else is still in stock mode. I mean, uh, I always find homemade things are the best. It's like incubators. I find homemade incubators are the best. Potty box, um, water bottles, heat mat, thermostat. So same goes with photography. I mean, my if I showed you my photo box, you would laugh. It is literally a tub <laughs> that has been painted with pet-safe white paint. And I mean, it takes the best shots ever. But every time people come over, they're like, no way. There's parts flaking. <laughs> up. I really need to upgrade. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did at first, right? Like, I, I, I always make the joke that I, I traded my my Xbox One X for my camera. Like, you, you have to do those transitions. You have to do whatever, whatever you have to do to get that quality out of it, because a lot, a lot of the Leos do lose that translation within pictures. Like, sometimes uh, I bought geckos and I get them in the hand and I'm like. Oh, this is way better than what I what I saw in the picture, right? Yeah. It it just like it hasn't even got to be the top spec camera. Like a, a phone cam, like your iPhone, for example, they do take good shots. Some iPhone shots, they do take some really good shots. But you can see, like, like you said, it it, it makes all, it does make all the difference. It makes all the difference. Even uh, White and the other geckos in this chat, he's he started taking some gorgeous shots. Um, someone said. The best, this is a really hard question, and I'll get asked this a few times. It's like, uh, uh, how do I answer this? The best way to ID a white and yellow, I, I, I would say you get, sometimes you get the halo, high white sides, you get some blushing. Uh, what's your take, Aaron? Uh, that's, that's a picky one, right? Very I had a conversation with, uh, with someone that has purchased uh, geckos for me, and I think the the textbook definition is not shouldn't be your to go to at all times because I definitely have white and yellow geckos that do not look white and yellow, mm. and I definitely have geckos that look white and yellow and are not white and yellow. Right? They have the white socks, they have the crowning, yep. you know, 
that 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 globe within their their phenotype. So it's one of those. I think you have to disclose. Like I have a lot of uh, geckos on my page that are that are possible white and yellow, and I usually like to go with, to with that route because if it ever comes out, because I've I've heard stories from people that purchase uh, geckos from from big breeders as well that second generation oh this looks white and yellow mm. i'm gonna ask right they ask and sure enough oh yeah you know down the line this this one had a white and yellow maybe it could have possibly it's it's definitely one of those uh genes yeah and i think it ties in with max snow too for especially for trampers uh i i run a lot of white and yellow max snow trampers mm. I like adding that to my high contrast lines. And uh, to answer that question, I, I think it's just keep an eye on it because sometimes it, it does uh, develop. It, it does develop more of a visual over time. So, yeah, there you go. Like, I would say that's white and yellow. White and yellow, yeah. White and yellow, right? The high white walls, those walls are pretty high. What? Yeah, look. Let me show you. Let me show you one that's not white and yellow. Is, is so you're going to show one that's not white and yellow, but looks white and yellow, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, oh, man, it, I man, I wish the camera would translate, but you can't even see it. Oh, well. And the thing is, as well, it is so bad. White and yellow can be a nightmare with tangerines. I don't know if you could see it or not. That's a high contrast, Max. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it has high white walls, oh, but yeah, there's it no. Does. Jeez. There's no white and yellow in there. So it comes down to that question of like I get asked a lot, like uh, how do you idea white and yellow? And I say you know you get the halo in and you get the high white sides, but it's not the best answer to give because of you've just shown a great example. You can yeah. have a gecko of high white <laughs> sides, and it, it, it's not—it's not necessarily a white and yellow. It, I guess it comes with testing as well. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Green. That is a white and yellow maxinol tramper. Yeah, it's very, very. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I don't think there's a there's a right answer for it because if you're looking for the textbook definition, you can definitely miss some white and yellow aspects to white and yellow. Mm. So. It's you. No, go ahead. Like, like, like we, like you said earlier, it's like you, you can get white and yellows that are super, super low expressions. So you know, you oh, with white and yellows, I see it like it works. There's another question: How does white and yellow work? Is it a codom? I see it works almost like a Max Snow. Like, so sometimes you look at something, you think, oh, that that, that, that should be white and yellow, but you you, you never know with it. You ne you know, to be honest, with you I love the gene and hate the gene. I mean, uh -huh. what you can do is amazing, but I'm actually downgrading on my white and yellows massively next season <laughs> because I, I, on my terms. <laughs> I have too many. I I love the white and yellow gene, man. Like it, it's just like I said. I think it adds a lot of uh, the expression that I like, which is very like high contrast, like very yeah. very vibrant. It like I said, it it mixes in very good with Max Snow. I, I mean, at least Tremper. I. I do have a a Max Note white and yellow bellow vinyl that looks pretty insane too, but I definitely think it, they translate better in Tremper. 
thing is here, do you have much uh, issues with the white and yellow in, in the USA? I know in the UK, as soon as you mentioned white and yellow, it's like, oh, because over here, I think it's, we've all been, because we're such a small country, we, we're all, all our lines are tied, tied in one another. <laughs> we have a lot yeah. of white and yellow syndrome babies at the moment. And do you, do you guys have much of that over there? I, I have seen some. Uh, I've talked to some breeders too that have had a, a minor issues with them, but as far as uh, as far as what I've tested, no, I have, I have thankfully have not had any issues with anyone in yellow, and uh, I do look out for that, right? Because uh, by textbook definition, from what I've what I've read, they kind of like days off, they kind of stumble. Uh, it's, it's, is it neurological as well, like the Enigma syndrome? They like to star glaze, like a like an enigma where they do the whole. I'll give you an example. Yeah, they, it's similar, very similar to enigma, apart from they don't like spin in a circle. The best way to explain it, what I say to people, it's like they're drunk. They're like <laughs> yeah, so far, <laughs> right? What's your experience? What's your experience, Aaron? Sorry to cut you off. What is your experience with um, with, with crossing um, white and yellow to Mac? Do you? With, I find it very easy of white and yellow and Mac um, into Mac because of it. Just you get those really like pastely yellows come through, and but at the same time, like Chloe said, if you put it with Super Snow, you can still get the high white sides, even though it's not white and yellow mm-hmm. do you find it very easy with mac uh you have to catch it for me for me from from what i've analyzed from my hatchlings i try to catch it uh early early as a hatchling mm. i have seen that white and yellow maximal combinations hatchlings come out very very uh ghost-like if that if you can even describe it like that right yeah and then yeah, and, and, and as soon as you start seeing them uh, develop those phenotypes, they they start to color up a certain way. So I typically try to catch them early because it's definitely one of those, if you don't really pay attention to your hatchlings and you're seeing them develop and color up and try to get the genetics correctly, you don't look at your tub, you feed them, you don't pay attention. Two months later, you're scratching your head, right? Like. Yeah. Like, oh, does that have Max Snow along with white and yellow, right? Because uh, it's 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 one of those you may see it, you may not see it. 100%. So I try to catch it within a development. Hundred percent. I mean, with tangs, it, oh, I'm not even going to go there. It can it, it can really rattle rattle your brain. Um, what's your experiences, Aaron, with also crossing lines like high contrast? Um, Clown. I don't know whether you work with Clown and Fire and um, Fire. Yeah, Fire. I do have a a Clown Blood Emerin, but I have, she didn't give this season. I tried to pair her; she was just not having it. So next season, uh, Firebolts. I have one, uh, what you would consider a pure breed uh, Firebolt. I don't like using that word either. Uh, I crossed her to. My high contrast tangerine triple stripe male, and I got this female. I'll show you. She looks kind of like a clown too. 
I mean, a, 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 you do get a lot of stuff. I see a lot of G&T, a lot of Green Line. They come out looking clown, but clown is literally a result of loads of crossings. Yeah. That's see, very nice. So that would be my la last year I crossed my fireball to a high contrast tangerine tremper. Very nice. I don't nice. know if you can see it. Can you see her pretty good? Yeah, I can see her very, very nice. That would be her. And then I did the same this season, but I crossed her to a white and yellow high contrast tangerine, and I got this boy. I personally really like, I think he looks like, like Skittles. So there's definitely a variance. Can you see it or not? Oh, I see that. Yeah. Very right. nice. A lot of colors. This one's, uh, I would say, definitely white and yellow. Yeah, very nice. It's a shame because I can imagine that in person too. <laughs> man, like that, that's why I got on the camera. I wish the camera would work, man. While you're up there, Aaron, show us your um, – that's that's one question. What is this Bengal? I've never, ever heard of it in my life. Of what? Because I saw on your page it was something like a Bengal cross. Oh, yeah. You guys – I've never, not know ever heard of this in my life. I want you to explain and show because <laughs> that stuff looked nice. She's crazy, though. So. Oh, she's in shit. Let me show you the mail. So this is a lime bread from Rudy's over there on Golden Bright. That's my my mail. Oh, very nice. So it, it's a mix of tangerines, uh, fireball, the Halloween mask, tangerine bolts. That's my male. My female's in shed. But the crosses. I'll show you one of the crosses that I had this season. How are you finding crosses? You do, do you prefer out crossing? I mean, I I love crossing things. I've got a lot of red diamond cross, a crown cross. I just think I, I love, love it. I I definitely love crossing them. Look, this was a cross to a. Uh, white and yellow, bold, red stripe, head raptor. So, I don't know. If you, can you see it? Yeah, I see that. Oh, man, that is nice. Look at so, Definitely crosses, I would say. And they come out strong as well. What was that? They come out strong as well. Not messed up because they've been crossed. <laughs> Not <laughs> Black Knight. <laughs> Hold up. And my wife's telling me... <laughs> It didn't really, I didn't really show it that well. Let me show, show you the boy again. Come on, boy. I don't know if you could see him. This, this would be the white and yellow fire, fireball cross. Oh, very nice, man. Junior, crossing is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, well, now that I'm here, what do you guys want to see? Like, 
Show me your your fate. Show me your fate because that's a question. What's your favorite gecko? Show us your favorite gecko. Favorite gecko as far as what I've hatched this season or overall? Overall, what is your that's that is my favorite gecko. Mm. It could be one you produced, it could be one you haven't produced. That's, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it would definitely be my poster boy, which would be Indominus. He is my give me one second, hold up. Oh, by the way, Aaron Junior kept asking, "Can I have a Cresty? Can I have a Cresty?" He, he said, "You oh, are yeah, it's a joke." <laughs> I, I got him. I got him. You see it? Oh wow! What is that? That is a ball reverse uh, triple stripe high contrast tangerine tramper. This oh, did, that's that's poster boy right there. Right, that's that's what I made the logo out of. That's very nice. That's the you know, type. That would definitely be my favorite. It, it doesn't translate, man. That really bothers me. If anyone wants to see any geckos you're seeing on this live, if you want to see them in, in, in a better quality, you go over to um, Aaron's page. I'm pretty sure he can direct you to better pictures. You would never, ever see the true quality of the animal on his lives. It's just, it's just impossible. Unless, unless we had his fancy webcam when it was all HD and you were looking slick earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Like that, I was hoping that's why I got the camera. Cause I'm pretty sure you're going to be doing more of these anyway. So I'm I'm expecting to see you on YouTube now, eh? Now you got the camera and everything. Yeah, now I got everything. Yeah, that I'm actually gonna. I was gonna start uh, twitching. Definitely. Cause I, I I definitely found the excuse to buy the equipment. You know, the, the excuse was the life, but. I think I'm gonna start doing uh, Twitch lives with with uh, with the leopard geckos, definitely. Definitely. Do you work with any giants by any chance? Ah, uh, I do have a Balobino giant. Let me take him out. I've got a few giants that have been that have, that are new arrivals, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them off while I'm here. Four months old, this guy. I have this, uh, oh, yeah. Four months Yeah, old. that's nice. I have this guy, look. Oh, Jesus. He's a, he's a white and yellow Max Noel Bino. I don't know any hits. He's, he's definitely a test project. I got him from a local breeder that was getting out. So I don't post him enough, to be honest. He's very nice. Yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to pairing them to. So this guy here, I got from Germany Wednesday. Oh, let me get, try and get it. He's a Tangelo. Oh, he's a, he's a bite or two. So he came from Germany. Oh, beautiful. He's really bright. Very, very, very nice. He's, yeah, he's from Germany. T-Draggers. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this guy, but he's a bite, so I'm going to put him back. But yeah, I, I I always say I think it's lime bread giant. I don't know what your your take on it is. I I think it's lime bread. I don't think it's a gene. I understand where people are saying oh, I, I think it's a het. Like if you put a big gecko to a big gecko, you're going to get a big gecko, which makes people think it's a it's a het. Um, but yeah, what, what what do you think? Do you think it? Would you say it's lime lime bread, Aaron? 
I don't I don't think I've worked with him at all to to kind of give my opinion on it. Uh, it definitely sounds that it, it would be line bread, but I, I honestly <laughs> I haven't worked with him enough. What was that? You haven't worked with it enough, I guess, to, to say. Yeah, I to, to kind of give my my point of view. What, um, I know you work with him, right? Sorry, what's that again? I know you work with him plenty. Oh, yeah. That, I'd say Giant is probably what got me really into the hobby. Um, I mean, I was just some um, guy breeding pet stuff at the start. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then I got approached like, we just got some Giants. Uh, we're getting out of the hobby. Uh, we'll do you a really good deal on them. Got them. And once I got it in my hand, I was like, wow. And uh, <laughs> ever since then, the Giants have been my... Um, been my thing really um but yeah i for the years of working with that i always label everything as um giant lineage now because of a few years ago i was labeling everything giant and you do have the chance of that gecko not reaching its full size and then you get the question you've sold me not a giant so now i always say giant line same with what you said with the post white and yellow you're, you're safe saying post white and yellow than saying nothing because of Mm. At least if they pop a white and yellow, you put it's a possible white and yellow. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Possibly. So, um, so yeah, that, that that's my that's my take on that. I mean, uh, again, it's, it, I love giants and I hate them at the same time. Um, Junius, put what's your take on the hobby so far? I'm, I'm assuming that goes back to what we said at the start, but he said, "What's your take on the hobby so far?" I think Junius digging for gold. <laughs> that his take on what again? What's your take on the hobby? Uh, as I think that you would need to, that as far as what exactly, like, like, I think you, you, you have to understand what kind of person I am. I, I tend to deconstruct things, right? So if by community, you mean like you have to kind of elaborate on that. And I know he's here. Yeah, Junior, Let him elaborate. Put, put in the comments what, what, what you want um, Aaron to... What, it could mean loads of things, I guess. It could... It, it could... <laughs> I know he's digging. Yeah, dig, dig, dig it up, man. <laughs> oh, I, do you know what? I, me, me and Junior, ever since we've done that live, that guy makes me laugh every single day. Yeah, he's, he's, he's all hard, man. Yeah, you don't find you don't find people like that nowadays that much. He's he gives it to you the way it is or the way he thinks at least, yeah. which is rare. Which I think it's a rare attribute. Definitely, definitely. Um, I've got another question. I think we answered this earlier. What's the difference between high contrast and pastel? I say it's just another line. They are very similar how they work. Um, pastels are they, bit more. They, they look very similar too. They have a very. I would because. Um, I only have two pastel crosses that come from, from the original pastel lines. Uh, and I got to say, my female looks very high contrast tangerine. Right. Very, very. It's that patchwork. The patchwork is very identical, but they're definitely more colorful, I would say so. Their colors do, they're more pronounced as, as, far, what I, as far as what I've seen from what I have. I, I agree, man. Uh, Junior said on the community side. Uh, there's a lot of work that has to be done, right? Uh, 
I can obviously only relate as far as what I've, I personally experienced. And I do want to re reiterate that that's not everybody's experience. I don't, I'm not just trying to shit on, on the bad side. It's just within the nature of who I am, right? I'm a psychology major. I try to deconstruct problems and offer solutions. And I think, um, I think definitely the tribalism can be very damaging. The, the communities and how there's a lot of favoritism within certain people, certain groups and, uh, how we identify as individuals plays a big role, right? Like some of you may know, I consider myself a religious person. I am, I'm Jewish. I, I always say this. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a son. I'm a friend, but first and foremost, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish. And I try to translate that in my interpersonal relationships. So I definitely have a, I think I have a high standard for, for people. So, and I, and I typically hold you to that standard. And that standard isn't very extensive. It's just very, for me, it's common sense, respect, right? I think the community lacks a lot of respect for individuality so and i think we should we should more so not confine ourselves to our differences but our our similarities right because if we start nitpicking at how i'm different than you and you're from me and how i think and and i'd rather use this word and you rather use that word and you didn't put cross i put cross and the verbiage and everything I think we're going to have our hands full, right? We're going to have our hands full. But if, 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 if we come together as individuals who love the hobby for what it is, and we love working with animals, I think it's a privilege, first and foremost. It's a privilege to work with animals. I'm a high school dropout. My first job was working in the fields, right? Mm. How would you introduce someone within that lifestyle to our community? Right. They're going to come in and they're going to see like, oh, you guys fight over dumb shit. You guys fight over. You said cross. You didn't say cross. You do. You breathe this gene. You don't breathe that gene. Mm. I think within our contentions, we don't translate the love for our community for what it is, which is animals. So I think definitely that has to be something that has to be focused on more so than the, than the latter. I think that would be a start. Yeah, I, t I agree. I, I, t I totally agree. I mean, we've spoke we've spoke about it briefly and on 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 the messenger and and stuff like that. Um, I just I just I I just don't get it. I just think everyone should just get on. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're black, white, whether you're. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't. We're all we're all the same. We're all on the same page. And there's ways of going about things. It's like, for example, on Facebook, if someone posts something. Instead of messaging the person directly, just saying, Aaron, just so you know, mate, that that's a head tremper, not visual. Exactly. And he's like, exactly. no, that's a head tremper. You're wrong. You don't know what you're doing. You, you shut them out. You tag them. Yeah. You know, you excommunicate them. Yeah. You defame. You smear his name in the chit chat. And yeah. like that goes a long way. That goes a long way. And I don't think, I don't know, man. It's, I don't know if it relates to, I think it's to, ego thing. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely an ego thing, but I I think it it definitely also relates to culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm older, you know. Yeah. I've been through. I have kids, and my kids are teenagers. There's a sense of experience they could only acquire through actual experience. So, for me to go to someone's uh, chit, uh, you know, message in Messenger or whatever DM, and then smear someone's name for X reason, like. There's no need for that, man. Like it, it, it beats out through your character. It's like you said, you it, it ends up bleeding out, and some of us just pick that shit out from from a hay from a needle. It's like a needle in a haystack. Some of us are just have that ability to to discern the the shade throwing and and the hate and the the ego, the jealousy, and. Uh, the people that have been in the hobby longer definitely need to learn how to share the space because some of us aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, like some like of you. us are here. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm, man, don't challenge me, man. I will outwork you. Yeah. I will outperform you. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, I've been through so much shit in my life. I've been homeless and made from the trash. You know, mm. my mom almost died in my hands. You know, I had to drop out, I had to work. You know, I was in the military. I had a medical condition. My dreams were stripped from me. I started from zero too many fucking times to know, mm. right? And it's, and, but e- even so, that allows me to love you, right? To love you even through their indifferences. But I also have the ability to, to be very resilient, right? Like, you're going to challenge me? Let's go. Yeah. Right, I'm not going anywhere. So, accept that first of all accept that yeah you're not you're not a pushover and that that, that a lot of uh, people are, definitely in, in this world unfortunately in the world we live a lot of people do get pushed and you get people are like, like myself um i mean i've been very when i when i hear your story man i've been i, I know i'm fortunate i i, I mean I, i'm like i'm a lucky one but I can tell by how you hold yourself, how you talk. You like, you're not not like I'm not one to mess with because I know you got a heart of gold. Like, you, if anyone messaged you about anything, mm-hmm. and every, and people I speak to like Junior, they're like, this guy, he's, he's humble as anything. But don't push me because of I've been at the bottom, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite of a an enigma myself because I'm, I'm very introverted, mm. right? Like this alone is, is, is a lot for me, but, uh, I don't think anybody knows me as well as my wife. So you look at my wife and, and she'll be one to tell you, like, he just doesn't stop, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's just, it's in me. It's in me to be able to work 80 hours a week, uh, get my workouts in, do my meal prep, give time for my kids, get time for my wife. And it's still not enough, right? Like I'm, I'm just a machine. It's just the way I'm built. Yeah. And that definitely translates into how I bleed into what I do. And definitely the, how I brand myself and working with the Leos and the community has definitely become a big part of my life. So it's it's that my attitude, my character is definitely going to translate into it. Definitely. Well, I can see. Well, now we obviously these 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 lives are good for these people who don't know you get to actually know you for you because you can never 
judge somebody off of someone messaging you or anything like that. Um, but you can see, like, now I know when you said I'm OCD, I've got this, that, and the other that has happened. You can see it in your work, you know what I mean? Like, I can, I can yeah. see in what you're doing, your photography, how your page is laid out. I can tell you, like, how your page looks in a specific way, your website, like, stuff like that. You, 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 you've gone in it full, full on. Like, you, you, I'm not messing. <laughs> I'm not here to yeah. mess around. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I'm not here to... Yeah, I'm not here to mess around. It's just, and and but, I I think it's important to highlight that. That is more so me being true to myself. Like, I think that's that's an aspect that that is, I think very very important because when you come into the community, you come into the rhetoric, you you in, you indulge yourself into your interpersonal relationships, and you hear this and you hear that and and you hear this and you hear that and the same knickknacks, right? Mm. One thing has to hold true. And it's, and it's the fact that you are first and foremost obligated to yourself, right? You, you have to be to a certain degree, selfish natured yeah. to be able to, to still transgress and implement yourself for who you are or for, for who you, you want to implement yourself as not, by the constituents and the expectation of the community or the guidelines said before is that, that at most times need to be deconstructed, right? And need, and need to be rewritten. Uh, that for me has been my biggest task, right? I had to double down on my pictures. I've had to double down on my brand. I've had to double down on not associating myself with certain individuals, I had to double down with excommunicating myself because I don't want to be, in the middle of of other toxicity, right? It, so it angers me. It, uh, even just talking it like, why? Why are people making people feel like this? And I, I, I just it, it, honestly, it pisses me off because I think like someone like yourself, like you're gonna you like I can see all these people you help. I see all these great customers. Why are people doing this to each other? Especially in this hobby, don't get me wrong. Jealous, some some form of jealousies are good to be. Just look at like with Jay, Jay Eco Geckos, he's like yeah. my best bud. I look at his stuff and I think, man, I want that, but I don't take that into <laughs> toxicity where I'm like, I want you to fail because I want no, no, exactly. It'd be like, what do I gotta do to to get at that level, exactly. right? Exactly. That's, I that's, use it as a buyer. I think, right, okay, ex exactly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save up. I'm gonna save up for six months, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spend double what I normally would on 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 a tangerine to so try and get the best quality I can because I want to achieve that. Do you know what I mean? It just angers me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's the competitive aspect that is healthy by nature, and it and it's necessary. That's 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 something else for in order for the hobby to elevate to its full potential. That has to exist. It's it, and it's true to to any type of community. It's not just the leopard gecko leopard gecko community. It's within any a, any community yeah. that that healthy mindset that you 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 put yourself in in competition has to come with a level of humility where I want that right. Yeah. But you don't come from the aspect like oh I I don't want him to have it. I don't want it. I don't want it to be him. Like you put in the work then. You you put in the time. You you perfect your craft, right? Hundred percent. 
I, I, like I like I said to you, I think a lot of it comes down to jealousy, jealousy, and um, like like I said to you, 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 your page has grown tremendously. You have got good support. Um, I've seen, like, I see your pay, post everywhere. Like people, I think it's exotic geckos. I think he's bought a few of you. He's constantly posting. I just think it comes down to jealousy, and it really annoys me. It's people in the UK. I mean, really good breeders that get pulled out on things, and you can see it hits home. You know, like, even with me, sometimes I think. Oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and I lo I love doing what I do. Do you know what I mean? And it's just yeah, you know, it's just no no need for it. Absolutely no need for it. Yeah, we 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 definitely have a lot of um, exiles in in our communities that that definitely need uh, reinvitation into our community, so they could have their input for whatever it may be. Right, uh, that has to happen, man. I think. There has to be a level of accountability where that has to be done. I've personally seen it, and I've only been in this for a year, right? Yeah. And that's very unfortunate. You're doing something right. That's, that's, that's all I've got to say. You're doing something right. If you, how I see it is if, if you wasn't doing good, if you was failing, no one would say anything. But when, you're, when someone does something good, people are more inclined to say, oh, well, why did you do that? Or, oh, you should have done this. If you <laughs> was failing, people would leave you to fail. If you would, if you're doing well, good, people are going to tell you you're doing bad. It's, that's just unfortunately how life is. I, that, that is that's yeah, that's unfortunately the way it rolls. And it's that's the way the cookie crumbles, as as they say. As they say, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they say that in the UK, but I've heard it here in the US. Has anyone got any questions for for us actually? Because we get when I normally ask the public, we've been talking. It's, we, I said we'll round yeah, up. <laughs> Has anyone got any questions for us actually? Is there anything you you want to hear from Aaron? I mean, we did get a load of questions. We still got some questions. Is there anything anyone wants to ask Aaron or for Aaron to show or anything like that? Uh, I just saw my wife commented it too. My wife's in the in the chat too. Oh, big up your wife. <laughs> He must be hard work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she doesn't get enough of me, man. Like, just ask her. Does your does your wife get involved with the with the geckos and everything? I mean, my my girlfriend, she loves looking at them, but she. Uh... Nah, she's my she's my 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 biggest supporter, man. Like, she helps me with everything. I'll ask her to help me out with something. She helps me out. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, like she has her own projects going. A, a lot of the tangerines are hers. Yeah, I've, I've had even people that are like, oh, let me ask my wife. Like, that's a holdback. <laughs> really? Oh, good. I, I don't know. I don't know to the extent they're probably, ah, this guy's bullshitting me. Like, nah, this guy's not like, like legitimately. My, my wife is the one that carries the the tangerines on her back. That's awesome, man. It's nothing, nothing like if you, if, if you, I mean, if my girlfriend was like that, would have issues. I mean, she's the one that goes to me, oh, you to stop buying more geckos. If I had her on board as well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in this flat right now. So Chloe's geckos just put, it's a real shame people do make us fearful to be open about, let's say, mis mishaps and issues. But yeah, she, she, she's right. Like, uh, it's like with me, if I look at a gecko, I think, is, is, is that white and yellow? I'm worried about posting that gecko because of you're going to have people that jump on you and say, that isn't white and yellow. I see it on Facebook all the time. Uh, exclusive geckos is a group. Uh, someone I know was kept posting geckos. Oh, kept putting, Facebook, is that that? 
get get out of Facebook, man. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a death trap, you know, right? That that's a death trap. But she's absolutely right. Like uh, Chloe, right? Yeah, yeah, she's absolutely right. But uh, you you have to allow yourself failure to a certain degree, man. Like we're we are prone to fail. We are prone to be wrong. But this idea that that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crucify you out of that one time you were wrong. That's, that's absurdity, right? Mm. Because even the people that hold you to that standard, they're they're gonna fail, even complying to that standard because it's it's unachievable. It's it's not reality, it, it, especially with the leper community that that has only been in existence for what about like thirty plus years. Yeah. Like it's still very 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 new. There's still a lot of things that we might at the moment hold as truth that might change within time that we might end up finding out that it's not this or not that, right? Uh, West Yorkshire Geckos, what was one of your biggest hurdles you've gone through in your first year? Ah, the community, man. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, I'm not going to lie, that that shit really bothered me in the beginning because like, you have to see it as when you started, like we all start at one point and we all start with that enthusiasm, you know, it's, it's your first love. It's your first love, your, your first gecko, the way you look at it, the way you care for it, your first project, your first hatchling. And the community has a, a, a tendency to shit all over that. Yeah. Right. And it, it, and it just makes you bitter. It makes you a very bitter individual. And I would say that's my biggest hurdle coming, being able to come from a place of bitterness to be able to come back to a place of, I doing it for what you love, for why you love what you do, right? And and to be able to love it in the same manner, it's has been definitely my my biggest hurdle for me, at least. For new breeders, this is this, this is a good opportunity for new breeders actually, because um, obviously Aaron's he he has been, he hasn't been in the game for a long time. So even though he seems like he has, I mean, you look at his page, you think, oh, he's been he's been doing this ten plus years, um, but that just shows his nature. He goes in, he does it the right way. Um, he's not messing about. So I, 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 I'm breeding these animals. I'm going to get myself a good camera. I'm going to do it the right way. For new breeders, what's what's the one thing you wish you'd done differently? So I'll, I'll let you go first while I think. <laughs> uh, the first thing, have no fucking regrets. <laughs> that is Love like, go in, go in hard. If you're going to fail, go fail hard, but get up, right? Buy it's, it's, that's, you want. <laughs> I do, yes, do work with whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Do it however you want it. I mean, obviously there's ethics involved, but. That's just common sense yeah. for me at, at the very least. It's, it, would be, it would be that. Don't, don't look at the market. Don't look at what sells more. Don't look at what the hot item because it changes by hype, right? Yeah. Do, do what you want. You, and, and stay, that, that ties in, and I can't stress enough that you have to stay true to yourself yeah. and your branding and, and, and the way you execute everything that you do. Uh, and if you fail, learn how to get up. You know, you're entitled to failure and then go at it again. Just be relentless. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. going. Yeah. do get easier. Um, if it was easy, then everyone would be doing it. You know what I mean? So keep pushing. Ignore any negativity. Obviously, 
it is good to have some negativity because of with someone yeah. like me, I don't know whether you're the same, Aaron, it gives me a fire, it gives me a drive. I, yeah, like, I, I yeah. like proving people wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, like challenge me. Like I dare you to challenge me. You're scary, man. <laughs> you're my friend. I, like like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Magic put, it must be a USA thing. I felt so much support from the community when I started. I don't know, like, I think it comes down to cultural. Everyone has different views, like how people treat animals differently. Like here in the UK, we have huge tubs. In Japan, they have them in lunch boxes or butter tubs. In the USA, it's a, it's a mixture. But from what I've been, I've been to USA loads and loads of times uh, for holidays. And the only thing I'll say with USA is everyone, it's like every everything's big, everything's bold and everything's got to be the best. Um, so I don't know whether that cut, that rubs down into people, where people always want to be the best, or where people always want to be at the top. Um, yeah, I, 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 West Yorkshire Geckos, he, he's an American. He saw me at the show. We, we, we met at the show, and he was like, you, you British people, are, you, you're, open, you're putting your arms out to me. like You're inviting me in. In America, it wasn't like that. It was, who are you? Like, you're nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Any more questions, anybody? But I see, I've got, I've got that Bengal question there, so but you've you've really answered that's that's very interesting. I, I I do I do like that a lot. Have you had have you had much hatch out from the fireballs? Was only from my experience from what I've seen. I haven't got any fireballs. It, it seems like they look really good to about thirty grams, and it sort of fades out. Yeah. They 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 have a they have a big variance, man. Like I, I I hear a lot about uh clowns and how they change a lot. I would definitely say firebolts are very identical. Yeah. I don't know if a certain tang lines are involved for firebolts as well, the same that are involved with clowns. But they they do change a lot. They they definitely change a lot. Yeah. Uh uh, top five geckos you have right now, Aaron. That's 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 what someone just asked. Your top five <laughs> gecko, not your top one. Your top five. You already showed us Let one, so you you get to show. <laughs> I'll show you number two. I'll, I'll I'll keep I'll keep you guys in suspense and keep number one to myself. Oh, I forgot to mention. I've actually brought my stonewash um, feet proven female with me today, so I haven't actually. Don't think I've actually showed her off. So I'll show her off in a little in a little or not. Very nice. High contrast. <laughs> yeah, that's a wedding yellow high contrast. That head stamp, man. Was that from Ben? Uh, yeah, both both of his geckos are from uh, that produced that are from him. Very nice. And then I'll show you. I think uh, I'm gonna put the phone down right away. Ah, she's in shed, man. Uh, always happens when you go on camera. Always got to be in shit. Like, like, this girl's definitely... I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen her. She's a... She reminds me of, of that. Hold up. We tend to jump too much. I don't know if you guys... I might just put her back. She's very antsy. Oh, nice. Very nice. She's a lot. She's a white and yellow bowl, high contrast tangerine tramper as well. I have a lot of high contrast lines. And then uh, my pastel female too. I would have to say she's definitely grown on me.
She's a little bit more chill. She's made pastel for us. Very nice. I can only, do you know what? I can only imagine how, because they're looking bright on my phone. So I can only imagine. Oh, how yeah, like, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I wish the camera would have worked. Like, I don't know if you could see her. Yeah, very nice. But you're a high contrast guy then. <laughs> What's that? You're a high contrast guy. Uh, yeah, that, definitely. I, I think that would be my main focus uh, going forward as far as uh, plans. I want to kind of add a lot of, uh, you could say, ingredients to a high contrast line. And there you go. What would that be right there? That's a stonewash. Oh, that's a stonewash. Whoa. What is a stonewash comprised of? Is, is, is it a lime bread? Yes, yeah, a lime bread tremper. Oh, okay. You see that like, I need to get uh, motting. It, it, it can either come out looking like a like a stone colour, like a grey, or you get like these mm -hmm. these like uh, lavenders. Um, but yeah, stunning. One one of my favourite geckos, I'd say. I I should send you some high contrast. You should send me some stone wash. Oh mate, oh, I, I've got I've got some <laughs> crosses right. I haven't even posted and. Yeah, no. I'll I'll show you. I've got some real nice because they originated from the black blood as well. They're coming out really tangy. Um, yeah, I've got some tasty stuff. Do you work with any gems by any chance? Cause I've got I've got some really nice uh, gems, no. bone wash crosses. No, no, I do not. I've been meaning to get <clears throat> to get some. Uh, I think I might end up getting some if he still has available. Um, Coast Carlos from Coast, I get this. Oh yeah, I know oh, he has some gems. really well. Any more questions, anyone, before we wrap it up? Oh, you can meet Pablo. I don't know whether you like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> His name is actually Pablo Escobar. I told my girlfriend, if we get in a... Oh, we get in a well, he's actually a pug cross shih tzu. I said to him, if we get in a dog, I'm, called, I'm naming him. So he's, he's Pablo Escobar. Isn't that right, mate? Yeah, he's got that beard going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is there any lines you work with actually that you because with Stonewash, because it's heavily lime bread, similar to like um like your black knights, you get do get some infertility issues and babies hatch weak. Do you have much lines that you've noticed that you thought mm. uh no, I have a pair of uh no known head mandarin tangerines mm. that I try to pair and they didn't give this season. Yeah. Uh, the bangles would be a lime bread that I have a pair of and they were bread. So far, I still have, I think, about like four eggs incubated. I haven't had any issues with them. Yeah. Mm, I can't think of any. I have the cotton candy line too, which is from a uh, band from Art Geckos. Uh, I paired two of those two. I haven't had any issues. So I have heard of that of that line. Could you explain more about it, actually? Because of our... our yeah, that's cool. You know, what? <laughs> to... to 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 quote Ben's words, uh, it's it's to bring out the the pink out of uh, raptors. It's pink raptors, pretty much. And uh, I gotta say, they they do hold uh, after a while. Like my my female has kind of faded a lot because it's just typical after you breed them. Yeah. But but definitely, uh, some people took some offspring and uh, they're they're holding true to the name, which is which is the pink the pink coloration. 
I mean, he posted one the other day and it was like, oh, have you guys ever made any bad mistakes in selling reptiles or, or Leo, sorry. And it was, oh, yeah, it the, was a the raptor with the, with the Kai contrast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a gecko. I, I love his stuff, man. He, he's bold. He, he's, he's very, he's one of those that is out there doing stuff. Yeah. That I don't see a lot of breeders do. And, uh, might be controversial as far as crosses is concerned, but it's in the name, Art Geckos. He makes art with geckos, man. Honestly, even <laughs> cool. like we said earlier, the pictures, he gets them all in that round. It's like, you spend hours just on one gecko, and I know <laughs> he does as well. I'm like, you spend hours. Yeah. I, sp I spoke to him a few times. I did ask him about doing a live, and I think what we spoke about, I think he has shit going down or he was like, appreciate the offer. Like we spoke, and he's just like, it's something I'm just not going to do right now. Uh, but yeah, his work is spectacular. He's he's definitely my my point of inspiration. He inspired me. He's the one that that really got me into into staying true because I saw that and and I and I and I told myself like I could do that with my own touch, like. Mm with with how i want to do it and that's definitely what i'm definitely like his pictures are so good man his work his page yeah he, he's extremely professional like he knows his stuff uh, i'm definitely that's definitely something that i i want to work with but the genetics aspect I, I think that that aligns a lot with um the advice that for newcomers Con consume at your own discretion like we were talking about this earlier. I don't. I don't typically try to learn too much about lines that I don't personally have with me. So I I acquire by eyesight. Like oh, I like the way this looks. Okay, what is it? All right, who made it? Like where does it come from? What's the history? Mm. And I leave it at that. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like conflating the lineage and the genetics and the percentages and like. I think it's. Not for me. I think it is a point of discussion, but as it, it also comes with a lot of responsibility on how you discuss these matters. Yeah. And I'm not one to discuss them because I'm not educated enough. But it's definitely another point of view that I would advise newcomers, like, eat slow. Yeah. Consume your information, uh, especially like me. I'm, I'm one that has to understand it, right? White and yellow, perfect example, textbook. All right, I want to see it for myself. I want to hatch them. I want to have my own analytics. I want to acquire my own, my own eyesight to kind of decipher what they are, right? Yeah. That's definitely something I would advise newcomers as well because uh, I'm there, right? I don't consider myself an expert by any means. And that's totally fine. That should be totally fine for you to take it slowly. 100%. Learn, your, learn yourself. I mean, there's so many good yeah. images and stuff you can look at. Exactly, learn, yeah. Learn yourself. Have, at the end of the day, it, it, it's, it, it's experimenting. You're having fun, you know. Just, this is what it's all about. That's the word. That's the word. That, that, the fun aspect of hatching it and then trying. you're scratching your head and then you read this and you make your own assumption and you test it. Like, yeah. it, had, it, had, it has to stay fun. 100%, 100%. And you're doing it as a job, you lucky sod. <laughs> so yeah. in, in 10 years' time, Aaron, in 10 years' time, do you, would you say you consider yourself to... I know it's hard to say what could happen in 10 years, you never know. But would you like to think in 10 years' time you would be 
still doing what you do, and obviously with, with experience, you would have. Um, I definitely, like man. Definitely is like I said. I'm here to stay. I'm not going anywhere. Like, um, it's it's gonna evolve. It's it, I have uh, huge plans for other species. So definitely, I want to work with other like satanic leaf tail geckos are fascinating to me. Um, Lichianis, uh, knob tails, uh, ball pythons. I just recently got a, a group of adult with my butt, uh, ball pythons. And it, it's, I have to stay true to myself in the aspect where it's fun. It's yeah, the enjoyment, the enjoyment of it. 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah, that. So I, I, I definitely was. No, I, go, you go. You go. There's a little tiny delay. <laughs> you I, go, I definitely plan on being here 10 years. Yeah. 10 years from now. So. Good, good man. Good man. And I think, like, someone even put in the comments was like, um, your customer service was fantastic. Um, even how you dilute, like, the, the delivery of the animals. I know you guys do medics oh, and stuff. I think even little things I see, like, in America, you some people write little notes, like, thank you for buying my animal. And, like, People I, that I go all out, man. I go all out, and I, I, I attribute a lot of that to my wife, too. We, we wrap it up. We steel stamp it. We put a seal of approval. We write you the genetics. We have a genetics thing. And uh, I try to take a picture of your hatchling, and I, and I send your, your, your leopard gecko with a hatchling picture, too. Man, it's the little, yeah, it, the it, little thing. It has to be part of the experience. You got to elevate the hobby, man. You got to elevate the hobby, and, and it has to be in the details. It's, it's, I think... Uh, it sh we should do a better job at it. Like it, 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 it should translate. Our love should translate into the details. Definitely. Definitely. Even if like I had a conversation with someone earlier, if we were talking about, uh, he said he produces some pet animals and sort of, he felt bad for it. I was like, no, don't feel bad because of you still need to cater for the pet people. Like you can't not, uh, when I first got into this to spend a hundred pounds on the gecko was like, <sighs> Ooh, so like now, <laughs> you know, now I'm throwing five hundred pounds on again. That's nothing, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. So to, just to think, imagine like someone bought a gecko off you, and you, uh, their boxes came. They've opened it. There's a note. There's stickers. There's pictures of how it was hatched. There's information. There's a. They're gonna love that. Says experience. And I love it. Uh, the child in you still has to live. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> Exactly. I would love that, man. I would love nothing more. That's that's the part that keeps me seeing them hatch. It, it, it's it's always a beautiful experience. Like yeah, it's life. I it, I grew up watching nature and National Geographic, and I would just you know right like as the TVs got better, you would see the quality better, and I would just be like, oh man, that's that's amazing, right? Like you almost took it. <laughs> mesmerized. <laughs> You're mesmerized exactly. That, that and for me, it's such a privilege. Like. I hatched baby geckos in my living room. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I have the privilege of making amazing looking animals. I get to work with them, you know? I get to ship them to people that are gonna love them just the same. Yeah. And there's, there, there's, there, there's definitely a simplicity to it too. We're blessed. Like, uh, at least our geckos yeah. don't judge us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Magic even put, I, I also keep the eggs and give it to the customers. It's just the little things. It's just the, it's the little it's just the, Oh, that's, that's a nice. That's a very, very nice touch. Like, here, here's the egg your gecko patch from. It's, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I, I never thought about that. 
idea stolen, idea stolen. No, 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 you um, Someone you, said, is there a line, uh, we'll make this the last question. Um, someone said, is there a line you'd really like to work with and why? Stonewash. At Stonewash, I, I'm not kidding you. Ask my wife, she's in the chat. As soon as I saw that, that and Red Devils. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those two are... I, I see that and I'm just like, how come we don't have it in the US, man? Like, yeah, I mean, I did what, speak to the, the I did speak to JMG who who who, who started the uh, the line, and he he sent everything off to Europe, and I, I thought, considering he's USA, I thought you guys were bound to have some. And more I speak to people, they're like, no, none here, none here, don't have anything. So I yeah, yeah. trust me, Aaron. I've got something lined up for you you're going to like, man. Yeah, you, you have a long daughter now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I want some of that high contrast stuff. I've got to start. I've got Stonewash. I got you. I got you, you know. I'll, I'll have I, to spend a day, actually, and show you everything. You'll be like... So, yeah. Def I, I def def what's the best... What's what's the best you... you Because I, I know you told me you got a shipment on Wednesday. What's the best one out of that group? Oh, the best one... It's probably the, that Tangello I showed you guys. Um, this guy here. I did get an Afghan tangerine, but she was being pissy. But this this one's probably my favourite. Beautiful. Just just Tangello, no known hets. Obviously, we're breeding. I'll oh, find nice. out if anything. But he's actually a giant too. Um, this guy, this guy's probably my my, my favourite. But there's a breeder in here called Magic. Um, that's the thing. I don't know whether it's the same with the USA. Um, we all help each other. So, like, if I have a gecko that would work really well with magic, with what magic's doing, I'm not taking no money off of you, man. You're taking that gecko. Mm -hmm. So he done he done that with me. So, is another Tangelo cross. This is from Magic. I know he's going to be happy. Um, big girl. How old again, Magic? Three three months. But again, you can. You, you, this is the thing as well. You see geckos like this, and people label it stonewash. Um, and I, yeah. I, I understand why. It has that, has that sort of look, but but yeah, it's just, I'll show you the stonewash again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> That's nice, man. That's definitely a lot of potential. Ooh. It's their eyes as well. It's the. It, are you, ever, are you familiar with a, a Bassian line? It's like a... Yeah. It, it's almost like a Bassian. Um, uh, oh, I, I mean, if you're not... If you're working with an animal, you're not just going, oh, and it, you know, you're probably doing it with your high contract. I love this line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, I re it's something I, re I really want to put my stamp on it. Like, not, not being big-headed. I want people in five years' time to be like, George put in work with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want people in five years' time, I want people to be like, oh, it's just my desire, you know? Just uh, People say it's big-headed or... I just, <laughs> maybe no, it is. Don't, don't listen to me. Maybe it is. Just go for it. And also, we have this guy. He's four months old. Um, he's actually... The parents are actually from me. I've got a little... Uh, I say like a, I wouldn't say line yet. It's a project where I'm trying to keep. Um, I've been line breeding a smiley head pattern on the head. Um, you can sort of see it. Okay. Sort of see it on there. So oh, my my pastel cross male has that exact same head pattern. I love it. I love it. 
but again, oh, okay. mate, we could be talking for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely have to send you some pictures on some stuff that I haven't posted. Definitely, and vice versa. I've got some, I, you know, I don't post everything because I, I like to keep it as a surprise. Like, if I post everything, yeah. content's going to die. You know, you know what I mean? It's only... You gotta cycle it in and out exactly so it's like uh, someone messaged me the other day and was like that stonewash cross you produced you keep posting it and <laughs> so <laughs> okay, I'm there with you man and what I, I like it so why have you got to tell about it you humans man <laughs> humans um but yeah, I think we'll wrap it up here, Aaron. I appreciate you so much right. for coming on, man. I appreciate you extending your invitation, man. Uh, it's definitely the way to go about it. And it's good to like get to know you, and, and you know, I hope people take take you for like you're a good guy. You can see you're a good guy, and obviously, I know your wife's a part of it. So your wife, your obviously your wife's a good woman. So big up you, big up you guys. Do you want to shout yourself out? Where's people to find you? And if, if you've got available yeah. geckos, is there a website? It's a uh, website, uh, ZenozoicReptilian.com, and uh, Instagram and Facebook are the same too, Xenozoic underscore Reptilia, and then Xenozoic Reptilia for Facebook. Brilliant, man. But yeah, uh, big, big up, Aaron. Make sure you check his page out. Make sure you follow him. He's got available geckos. If you're from the UK and you want a gecko from the USA, message me or Jay. We can get it back. This guy... He, we need to support people like this. Um, everybody tuning in as well. Oh, oh, it's all love. This is the thing with my lives. It's all love. That's that. That's that's. <laughs> I, I love it, man. So, some of us are 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 itching for that. Like we we need it. Definitely. I definitely needed this. So I've, I appreciate it. Man. You're welcome, man. I appreciate you coming on. But we'll leave it here. And make sure you follow this guy. He's going to be on YouTube, Spotify. So. It, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Not Spotify. <laughs> Why? What's I'm kidding. Spotify? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, enjoy everybody. Thank you again, Aaron. Um, I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate you, man. Well, oh, one Keep second. Perhaps says bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right.